0: Well, hello there, and you are very welcome along to Agri Week here on Ocean FM. Ronan Flanagan here to discuss all the latest agricultural matters concerning the Northwest. For our final show of 2022, we will be joined by Shay Monaghan, a dairy farmer from South Sligo, to discuss why he chose a robot milking system. For his herd. We will also hear from Niall McGurn, who is the co owner of the Lady Centre in Mullingar and the managing director of Efficient Farm Solutions, a leading manufacturer of robotic milking and feeding equipment in Leinster and in Connacht. And finally we will hear from Kathleen Henry, the IFA's Sligo chairperson, to discuss the climate action bill. Don't forget to get in contact with the programme, you can simply text or watch. Up us on 083 3500 530 or send an email to news at oceanfm.ie. So delighted now to be joined by Shay Monahan. Shay, you're very welcome along to Agriweek here on Ocean FM. Thank you. So, Shay, we've seen now in the last, I suppose, my own kind of research, the last week or so, that. you have I suppose you could say celebrated a significant milestone that it's been ten years of robot milking on your own farm. I suppose can you first of all tell me how the how you came about of um I suppose the robot how do you decide at first of all to install the robot milking in your own farm?
1: Well I suppose it happened in started off sort of in July twenty twelve. Um I was up at an open day and a farm farmer in Tum, there Brendan Gildee, he's an organic dairy farmer, and he had two r- robots milking and at that um, um visit, I was talking to Niall McGurn, and I sort of had the idea in my head, and I was talking to him about it, and he sort of he came down then to visit afterwards um I'm also work um part time as well i'm part time farmer i part-time farmer as well, and I had a young family, so I knew I couldn't, like I'd have to be up every morning at six to make the calls for I go to work, so I knew I couldn't continue. So um, at that stage then, um, when I got the information from Niall, we took the decision then just to try, to just go ahead with it, otherwise I would have got out of dairy farming at the time.
0: And I suppose robot milking you know it's it's a very I suppose you could say it's a 21st century approach to milking um we've seen before like you know we know ourselves that milking requires time and care but I suppose the question that I have is that at the end did you do you think it was you made the right choice about going towards robot milking
2: oh
1: definitely because let's say I would have hired in some labor as well so Every morning, I would have to be out of the farm by half, seven, a quarter to eight. And um, so with the robotic milking, it, it makes the cows constantly on a 24-hour basis. So therefore, um, let's say that hour in the morning, an hour, maybe hour, 10 minutes in the morning, an hour in the in the evening milking is gone. So I just worked it out there over the 10 years. I've saved something like one full year of my life away from milking for time for doing other things. So it definitely ha- has suited me in the situation that I'm in.
0: And I suppose we can touch on the animals themselves. Have you seen a, a change in the an- in your own animals?
1: Yeah, I, I suppose the big change that you'd see is the cows have a herd structure. They all follow and all do the same thing. But When the robotic milking goes in, they lose that herd mentality. They just go about their own business at their own pace. The animals have also become a lot quieter when you walk through them. You know, before that, when you'd be walking through them, they'd be expecting you to move them to a paddock or expecting you to um, move them for milking, whereas now they're much quieter to go through. Um, And as a result of the robotic milking, Their milk yields also have increased, so you get more output per cow from the same input.
0: And how does the robotic robotic milker work? Do the cows cows make their own way too inside?
1: Yeah, so I suppose maybe the best way to explain it would be like, um, like if if a person just wants to go, you know, the cow has the urge to be milked, or like a person maybe having the urge to go to the toilet. So the cow comes up to the robot, but when the cow comes up to the robot, she also gets a little bit of concentrate or food, which entices her to come up. So therefore, she sort of gets into the habit. Every time she comes up, she gets concentrate. Therefore, I'm going to get sweets or something. So therefore, I need to go there. And also, she gets relieved from the pressure of carrying milk. So, but then the robot... Sort of, if a cow comes in, let's say, is milked at eight o'clock, and the cow comes back in at a quarter past eight to be milked, the robot knows that the cow has been milked. So therefore, it won't milk her again. So um, she then it won't only milk her again maybe till um, three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So if she keeps coming back, she gets fed up. Now, it depends. Let's say during the winter time, the cows are in the shed. So therefore. They just have to go back to the shed. But during the day, summertime, the cows are out on grass. So what happens there is that the cow will come into the robot, be milked, and it depends on the time of the day when she leaves the robot. She go to fresh grass. So then they actually will know the times that the gates will change to give them fresh grass, and they'll start coming in just before the gates change, and. They, you know there'll be a queue and then they'll go back out to fresh grass so you know they're they're trained in over time and it doesn't really take that long to train them
0: and is there much maintenance required with the robot
1: um no uh, the the main thing would be just to change the filters morning and evening and to wash the laser and wash the teacup just to keep it clean maintain the chemicals <coughs> there's alarm <coughs> excuse me there's alarms and sensors on it that will send you messages if things are wrong or chemicals are low, but if you keep all those things right, um, generally the, you're down to about maybe fifteen minutes a day, 10, seven minutes in the morning, seven minutes in the evening.
0: And final question I suppose Shay, is: Would you, if you were to recommend the robot to other farmers, how would they go about that, or would you? Rec- I suppose would you recommend it? That's probably the big question.
1: Well. Well, I suppose every farmer's situation is unique and every farmer would be different. Um, What I would say is the farmer to go and research it. um, It's a system that does work. It has been proven. It has stood the test of time. I suppose the initial investment might seem a lot of money at the time but when you spread it out over the number of years and given the quality of life and given the freedom to you, um, you know, it makes life a lot easier. And I suppose let's say, we milk and we supply our EVO, um with winter milk, which means that the milk would go for human consumption, so we'd have to milk cows on Christmas Day. So if you think on Christmas Day, let's say, before I had the robot, Santa either came um, after milking or else Santi had to come first and then the milking had to be done. But when the robot came in... You could go over and do the morning duties at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock. You're not tight to time. Or if you have first communions or any of those family celebrations, you don't have to rush home. If you if you want to be there, I appreciate you can get in labour to do that as well. But it just makes every, life a lot easier and makes things work a lot better for me personally. I suppose I would advise other farmers, if you're interested, to look it up. I suppose every farmer's situation is different, so you know, I suppose you have to find out what works best for you.
0: Delighted now to be joined by Niall McGurn, who is the joint owner of the Lely Centre in Mullingar. Niall, you are very welcome along to AgriWeek here on Ocean FM. Thanks for having me, Ronan. So I suppose, first of all, Niall, um, just to get to know the bone background of yourself, would you be able to tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and the work that you do?
3: Um,
2: well, I'm a farmer's son from Kilmore and County Common. And after um, doing ag um, science in UCD, I worked for a company called Keenan, did a lot of traveling all around the world. And um, <clears throat> a lot of places I went to, I've seen robots milking cows. And I worked in Holland and the Netherlands for a while, and I've seen robots milking cows, and I was very impressed with the technology. And uh, in 2012, I had the opportunity to take um, on uh, the business for the middle third of Ireland. So I, I was living in Westmead at the time, so we set up the Lely Centre in Mullingar, so looking after Leinster and Connacht for all the Lely products. So that would be robots that milk cows, automatic calf feeders, robotic scraping, uh, heat detection, health monitoring. And uh, looked, it would have been a slow start, Roman. Um, robots weren't established in Ireland at all at the time. You know, we're grazing um, farms, pasture-based systems, so there wasn't um, a huge understanding of how all that would work. But thankfully, 10 years on, we've over 500 installations, um, it's going extremely well. About 30% of all new milking systems installed in Ireland in 2022 will be robots. So it's, uh, you know, thankfully, things are going quite well.
0: And our previous interview and in this week's programme, we interviewed Shea Monaghan, a farmer from Sligo, who has the robot milking system. Um, I suppose from your own point of view, it's great to see that Shea has achieved such success with the robot milking system.
2: In fairness, Shea was one of the pioneers, On and his, he's over 10 years done. And uh, Shea was the first man in County Sligo, and one of the first farmers in the west of Ireland to put in a robotic uh, a robotic milking machine. And uh, he's also a teacher, and he probably mentioned, so it's been, it's been a great success. But he was very brave at the time. He didn't have too many people to visit So, look, he would have took a chance in our business, which we we were very appreciative of. But he looked, they were good farmers, they were good operators, and uh, they made the system work. And an awful lot of people took confidence from their experience. So, you know, they would have been a big part in our own success because uh, they they showed people what what could be done with the system.
0: And you mentioned success there, and I suppose in the lead-up to our chat this afternoon, um, I was looking just, I suppose, on the website, and that... You know, the, the company has had an outrageous amount of success, you could say. Like, you know, over 20,000 robotic lo- milking um, machines have been installed worldwide.
2: Yeah, I actually think it's near 40,000 now, uh, Ronan, if if, if if you take all the markets. The, 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 the big driver would probably be labour in a lot of countries. Labour is tight, but also the technology has got extremely reliable... Um. It's a lot more user-friendly, it's it's, it's easier to use. Um. Well, but what probably has happened is a lot of people for a number of years will have looked back and watched over the fence, watched friends and neighbours use it. And when they've seen those guys getting on well, you know, it gave them the, the, the confidence that they think it might work for them. So look, it's well-established now in Ireland. You can get a TAMS grant, a very significant grant to put in a robotic milking system um, it complements the grass based system because it frees up a lot more time to manage grass and manage cows, and for a lot of people you know who don 't want to be a slave to the farm, it gives them the flexibility to allow them to have a fairly decent lifestyle so look, I think running will only get started. I think you 're going to see an awful lot more automation and sensor technology on, on Irish dairy farms so i I think we've uh, you know the, the future is looking very positive.
0: And you mentioned labour there. Can we touch on that briefly? Is that have you seen? I suppose yeah. You, the the product has came in, but more and more farmers are. Well, farmers isn't farming isn't becoming. There's less and less young people getting in. Well, you could say there's less and less young people. But you know, a lot of farmers have now been left to. I suppose the, you could say they're lone workers. You could say, if that's right. Um, and do you find that the, the, those type of farmers are. You know, they're, they're becoming, they're, they're, I suppose, availing of the service of the robot milker.
2: Look, people do it for different reasons. If there's no particular age or, or, or type of person. Um, look, being a good dairy farmer, running, it's hard work. I know at the moment incomes are very good and there's a very good return but it takes a lot of effort to be a good dairy farmer. It easy to be a good dairy farmer for a day or a week, but do it year after year after year. It's a huge commitment. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of expertise required, and it's tiring. And you could find it could be gentlemen and ladies in, the, in, in their early 40s even, and they could have 20 hard years behind them. So what we're finding is a lot of people have come to the realization that um, if they want to extend their farming career, they need to have a better lifestyle. They need to be able to relax. They can't be flat out seven days a week. Um, getting labour, uh, getting uh, someone to come in and do milkings for you or, or work on your farm is getting very difficult. The economy is at full employment. There's a lot of work out there. And, you know, a lot of people have been turned off farming because it was such a vocation. There was such a slog, especially dairy farming seven mornings a week, seven evenings a week. You know, it, it, it's a, it was a hard lifestyle. So what Lely Robots and Farm Automation is allowing is people to work hard during the day, have great information from the system so they can manage their cows better, but have the flexibility that if, you know, if they don't want to get down to the yard till 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, the cows are still being milked. If they want to go off on a Sunday afternoon, I want to go to a match. They're not rushing home to milk the cows. So a lot, a lot of people love the flexibility the system gives them. Um, but in some cases they didn't really have many other options because getting labour in from elsewhere wasn't an option. And even when it was an option, the cost of it wasn't justified. Um, you know, there's a lot of money to be made out there, and it can be very difficult for for um, a farm to compete with some of the salaries that are out there. So. For a lot of people, automation and robotic milking was a very cost-effective solution and there was a lot of benefits in, in the lifestyle uh, uh, it was allowing the, the person to have.
0: And the final question I have for you, now is if people want to get in touch with yourself or touching stuff with the Lely Centre, how can they do that?
2: You can ring our office in the Mullingar, right in the Lely Centre Mullingar, or you can follow us on, on social media. We're on Twitter, Lely Robot Man. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Lely Centre Mullingar. So we'd be delighted to uh, answer anyone's any any questions. A lot of times, Rona, we're asked to go on farm just for uh, a, a no-strings-attached um, overview. Is it suitable? Does it suit my farm? Does it suit my system? Does it suit my future plan? So we do a lot of that. And with over 500 robots installed now in the territory, if someone is interested in just visiting the farm, have a look and see how the whole system works we'd, we'd quite happily arrange that for them so we'll be delighted to talk to anyone who has any questions
0: a leading farming official in the northwest has accused the climate minister of picking on farmers in the updated climate action bill a cut in the amount of cattle in Ireland of up to 10% is being considered. Agriculture is the sing- largest single sector when it comes to gas emissions, accounting for 37.5% last year. Yet it faces the lowest reduction target of any sector, being asked to reduce emissions by 25% by 2030. Kathleen Henry is the IFA chairperson in Sligo, and speaking on Ocean OceanFM's AgriWeek, she says any reduction to the national herd would have disastrous consequences for farmers in the northwest
3: yeah absolutely massive like and um, because a call to the herd is going to have a devastating blow to to rural ireland and um, because i suppose it is a way of life down here in the west of ireland and farmers are so proud of their herds and of having prize winning you know good quality cattle and good quality uh, beef, that any um, cut to it would impact negatively on, I suppose, the green image of Ireland and the good quality food that we produce. Um, Minister Ryan, I know, is wanting to um, bring in all these, I suppose, cuts by stealth, but he also needs to realise that by implementing this, any um, food is going to have to be imported from somewhere else. So it's actually going to impact more negatively on the environment if you're having to bring beef in from New Zealand or from Brazil or whatever else. So he he needs to get real and, I suppose, offset. The, the goods that's been done here in farming, like because we're doing our carbon sequestration, we're rearing we're our cattle right, we're producing them to the highest quality standards that we can, where this might not necessarily be happening out in other countries and it will be having more of a negative impact on the environment by allowing this to happen because the production in other countries just isn't as environmentally friendly as it is here in Ireland.
1: Now, Eamon Ryan will probably argue the fact that uh, he's not singling out any particular group. Agriculture is the largest uh, single sector here when it comes to gas emissions. They account for 37.5%. Heretofore, it faced a reduction of one of the lowest reductions, many would argue, of all sectors of just 25% before 2030. And uh, environmental experts will argue that this has been coming down the tracks for some time and agriculture should have been aware of it.
3: Have always played um, their part in protecting the environment, and I think without the farmers, um, you know, it would be a lot worse off. Like sometimes you have a lot of environmental things being said about farmers, but what about you know city living and urban living and bigger cities like abroad? And as I previously said, what about the negative impacts that is happening in other countries? Farmers have always played their part in making sure that Ireland is protected. We do our best to be as environmentally friendly as possible in every sector we do. And any like we're also one of the biggest, I suppose, um exporters of food to other areas and we also as a result of the farmer and as a result of agriculture there's so many people employed in Ireland but it always seems to come back that the farmer is the one that's you know down there at the bottom end of the heap like a lot of our um, I suppose a lot of our produce would be exported but the problem is that if it's exported all that uh, gas and whatever else it stays here it doesn't get exported out abroad with the produce and um, So we are actually a very, very environmentally friendly um production, but we just don't seem to get the credit for it. And maybe, I suppose, instead of doing all this talk about doing it, maybe if they've done proper carbon budgets or looked after, um, you know, and realised actually, you know, look, the farmers out there, they're doing their best, they're producing good quality food. You know, it's all about food security and whatever else. Um, without the farmer, I'm sorry to say, a lot of these people that say, oh, the farmer... Farmer, you know, you need to do cuts. You need to do whatever else. There's not going to be food there. Um, I suppose so. You know, we are there. We are always. Farmers have always done the part and always will. But I suppose sometimes it's just not given credit for being um so environmentally friendly and all the produce that's produced by the farmer. Um, we don't get it. We just unfortunately don't seem to be um seen as being the the niche. Uh, contributor
0: to the economy that we are that's Sligo IFA chairperson Kathleen Henry speaking to Ocean FM's AgriWeek that's about all we have time for on this week's Agri Week here on Ocean FM thanks to all our guests for their contributions not only this week but throughout the year also thanks to Shay Monaghan for coming on this week as well as Niall McGurn to discuss all things robot milking and also to Kathleen Henry for joining us to talk about the Climate Action Bill. A special thanks to you the listener for joining us throughout the year. Don't forget to get in contact with the programme, send an email to news at oceanfm.ie. We'll be back on the 5th of January. With our first Agri Week of 2023, wishing you all a very happy and healthy Christmas. Christmas, from me, Ronan Flanagan, Slan August Bannock